0: Stay Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. I am feeling inspired <laughs> to get on this microphone right now because I just finished watching Love is Blind, the reunion. Oh my, oh <laughs> my. God. I have never seen something so horrendous in my entire life. Listen, I feel like at this point I can't even recap the entire show because all I want to recap is how terrible the reunion was. Like I have more comments about how bad it was than about the actual uh, characters and and people in the show. So listen, this is all I'm going to say about the show because some people watch, some people don't. Um, And if you don't, you've probably seen it everywhere on Instagram or social media, but basically Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey are the hosts of this show, right? But I don't know what's happening with Vanessa. I don't know if she is on something. Is she exhausted? Is she drunk? Is she drunk tired? Is she on pills? I don't know. Or is this just her, Um, but we normally see an edited version of her, and this is just her live. Because I think that when they edit her, they clean it up really beautifully, <laughs> especially like she's good at reading a script. You know what I mean? Like she's good at just reading the prompter, but I don't think she is a good interviewer. Listen, I am I'm not either <laughs> like and that's OK. We can't be good at everything. But that was so cringy. Um, she talked over everybody, made a comment about Them having a baby every five seconds. I part of me was like, I I wish one of them would have been like, you know, I actually can't have kids. Vanessa, can you stop asking me? (laughs) Or like, just something to like shut her up. It just feels very inappropriate. Like they just, I mean, okay, it's been a year, but like they just got together. It's so annoying. That's like when people, uh, you know, have a baby and you're like literally in the delivery room, and they're like, well, you want another one, like. Hey, Amanda. Yes, we're going to talk about it. Amanda, um can I just like let my stitches uh heal a little bit? <laughs> can I let like my vagina um come back together and stop bleeding before you ask me about that? Cuz the last thing I want is to have something inside or anything around me at this point. Um I don't know, the whole thing just felt very very uncomfortable. I feel like they did everyone like disservice. Um, I did not get closure with the whole Paul and Micah situation. Um, especially the, the Marshall and Jackie thing. Ew. And like, what is up with you, Vanessa being like almost like on, on like the girl side, but like you shouldn't have been, I don't know. I just feel like the host is supposed to be neutral. And you know what? The only host I ever want to see is Andy Cohen. Like he is the only damn person that I feel like is sane, understands the room, can read the room, uh, knows what the audience actually wants to hear and what the audience perspective is. The whole thing was so bizarre. Oh my God. Sorry. I can't get over it. I literally just hit stop. Um, yeah. I think that if, I, if I'm going to like talk on a few things that like stood out to me. As far as like the entirety, like the entirety of the the season, um, the Chelsea and Kwame thing, you know, that really took me for a ride because I felt like he wasn't really into it. She was very passionate about it. Even at the wedding, after they said I do, I just felt like she was super into it, and like I didn't really feel him as into it. But I am happy for them. I'm glad that they're thriving. I hope that they, um, work out. I really, I really do like them together. I think that they're a good match. I think that Bliss and Zach are good together, um, even though he bore, bless his heart when he sings, bless his little country heart. I don't even know what genre actually that is, but <laughs> I can't. him singing is just like, oh my God. I. Can't. I I almost felt like Irina at that point when I was like, okay, girlfriend, I see I see why you laughed a little bit. Um, but, ew, Irina is just what my high school nightmares are made of, like my middle school nightmares are made of. Now, I'm I'm glad. I hope this girl learns. I hope that she, you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, you go on these shows and now you are just like a villain, period. M- Mika's, Mika, I always mess up her name, Mika's friend, um, you know, her best friend, the one that was telling her like, you know, Paul's not good for you. Paul's not good for you. And then was like laughing when she like cried running off the altar, kind of like I told you so. Um, Worst friend in the entire world, girlfriend, you also biggest villain Um, again. But it's sad because, you know, you make a few mistakes and now the whole world thinks that you're, you know, painted as a certain way. But at the same time, it's almost like, you did that on camera, which is, means that you probably are like that in real life, so, in a way, it's almost like maybe you needed this to sort of like wake you up um, yeah, I think Irina treated Zach horribly um and even if and even if they both knew that they weren't meant to be with each other, you didn't have to treat him like that um, yeah, that was just that was absolutely awful. There is this thing that's circulating about how. Um, they're talking about the culture behind Love Is Blind and how how toxic it actually is, and that producers sort of force you to be on the show, and they don't let you leave. Um, there's a bunch of consequences. They don't really feed you. You're exhausted, uh, sleep deprived. All these things that go uh, that apparently goes on behind the show, and um. I am sure that there's absolutely truth to a lot of it. And look, producers just like, you know, housewives or anything else, they want good television. So they are going to do everything in their power to make you stay on camera for as long as you can, because they want to basically get their story out there. They, they, they need that storyline. Um, so yeah, I can totally see the producers like being like, hey, you know, just maybe like go talk to him and blah, 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 like, you know, just really trying to like just get what they want out of it. I mean, they're, they're probably one of the biggest manipulators out there because they have to be, right? They're, this is their job is to get good TV. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I totally think that it's probably an incredibly toxic culture behind the scenes. Um and that's where – and that's where I don't know. Like now I, I'm kind of like soured by by this whole thing. It's like, you know, everyone is – and Sam was on the show on Patreon. Um, No, no, he, was on, he wasn't on Patreon. He was on this show. And remember he was like, I don't know. I, I can't really get into it. It's like almost like they, they already know what, you know – they're getting themselves into. It doesn't seem authentic anymore. And it's like, you know what? He's not wrong. I think a lot of them are going on there to get famous and yeah, maybe some do find love, but I just feel like, I don't know, maybe they need to switch it up, change their, you know, change the the recipe here a little bit because it just is not feeling as, and it was a great season, but I don't know. I feel like next season, another season of this, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it that I, maybe it was a reunion. that got a little turned off um, okay. Micah and, um, Paul, I don't know why I, call, I want to call him Peter, but it's Paul. Um, it's funny. He reminds me kind of like his face, like of, of coal of last, like the coal of last season. Um, he's, he's a, he's a cute guy. He's just, I don't know. His voice is just kind of painful to, to listen to sometimes. Um, he's just so monotoned, but he is incredibly intellectual um inarticulate and, and you know Mika's not Mika fuck I keep messing up her name <laughs> um she's not and um they were not a good fit i think that was very apparent i think she did love him but i don't think that she wanted to be with him i think she also in you know knew what she was there for and it was just to get gain the followers gain you know grow the instagram grow the fame um And, you know, there's obviously, um, incentives, right? So it's like, if you can make it off the show and make it to Mexico, there's one incentive. And then if you can make it to, uh, you know, the altar, that's another incentive. If you can make it a year married, that's another incentive. So, you know, for them, it's like, it's not only fame, it's also money. It's also all these things that like, Hey, we can get this if we just like stick it out. So, you know, part of me feels like, is, is it really authentic? I don't know. They only know. Um, but you know, it, it made for good TV, but I did think that, um, you know, like the Cole situation last, last season in the pool, I felt it was very similar. I that, those pool parties are always drama. <laughs> on love is blind. I feel like the, and, and even in real life, pool parties are always drama. People are always getting wasted drinking during the day in a pool and the heat. I mean, it just is like, it's a really bad recipe. It's like a recipe for disaster. Um, and then throw in a bunch of like people that you were like in, you know, dating, quote unquote dating and falling in love with. I mean, that shit is like, that's a lot. Um, but yeah, I feel like on the reunion, no one ever asked Paul how he felt about it. I mean, not until it came later. But like in the conversation, it wasn't. It was like only how Chelsea felt, and it's like, hey, you know that Paul was also there too, right? Granted, Paul was sort of flirting with Irina, which I don't know how. Oh God, the whole thing is so bad. I think I'm over having this conversation. <laughs> Are we good on this? I think we're good. All right, let's move it right along. Um, on Instagram. I have to bring this up because it happened yesterday and uh, my blood was boiling. So I posted that Piper had um, gotten an ear infection again. So since the, probably January, this poor little girl has gotten an ear infection every single month. And, you know, I take her to her doctor, normal doctor, you know, pediatrician, and they have now put her on antibiotics Three times. I'm going to preface this that we can agree to disagree. I've talked about this so many times. And I think that at this point, if you're listening to the show, you know who I am, you know where I, what I stand for and, and what I believe in, and, and the things that I said. Like sometimes we're not going to agree, but isn't the point to have conversation and to like, you know, help each other out and lift each other up and not like shame each other? All right. Um, agree to disagree. Okay. So some people are going to be like, you gave her antibiotic. Oh my God, like that's terrible for their gut health. I'm not, by the way, I don't disagree. I didn't want to put her on antibiotics so many times, but that was sort of the, that was just the, the option given to me. And at that point, after she said, even after the second time, or sorry, right before the third time, she was like, you know, I think we should just, um, give her a higher dose. Cause she is getting bigger. Maybe that, that's why it didn't work the other times. She also said that the inside of her ear is sort of horizontal. I'm not explaining this correctly, but it's horizontal. Okay. The babies are born with horizontal earlobes or something. And then as they get older, it starts to sort of sort of starts to cave in, is how it was explained to me. Okay. Don't come at me. I don't know. I'm just telling you from like a mom that don't knows nothing and is trying to figure this shit out. Okay. So because her earlobe, whatever, the inside is horizontal, the fluid gets sort of stuck there and that's where a lot of the infections can happen. Okay. This is how it was explained to me. So when she said, let's put her on another antibiotic, I thought, well, if the point, if 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 she keeps getting sick, right, and the fluid is constantly dripping and dripping or and whatever, now it's just getting stuck in her ear, then it doesn't matter how many times we put her on antibiotic. The problem is the inside of the earlobe because then we're going to have to, she's she's going to keep getting infections, right? That's sort of what I asked her. Like, isn't that, she goes, well, yes. She's like, so if, if this doesn't get rid of it, you're going to have to go to an ENT and get tubes in your ears. Okay. I've heard a lot of people say that they've gotten their kids tubes in their ears. Fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. If that's, if that's, you know, the path that I have to go, but I am also open to, you know, sort of Eastern holistic, whatever medicine, I'm okay with both. I enjoy both. Okay. And so if I can go a holistic route, I'm going to go a holistic route. I don't want to have to stick all these antibiotics in my baby's belly and in her body and it caused things. Okay. But if I have to, I will totally down for that. Um, so, so I took her and I, and I had heard a lot of things about a chiropractor and how getting them, adju- I have cousins who are chiropractors, I have uncles who are chiropractors. Okay. And I've, I've heard a lot about this and I've read a lot about it. And um, I want to be very clear. They are not cracking her neck. They are not, you know, uh, they are not adjusting her spine or uh, they're not touching her like that. So they it's basically applied pressure on, behind the earlobe and around the ears. Okay. And for those that are interested, because I also got a lot of messages um, when I posted about it, of oh that that's interesting I you know never heard of that so it's basically applied pressure in certain points again I'm not going to be explaining this properly but um it's he basically was like you know applying pressure and um and you know sort of turning her her head to the side her to head to the other side again not cracking anything not none of that just just you know doing whatever he was doing to her, to behind her ear. And then he put a glove on and then he went inside her mouth and he was like just feeling around. He's like, I'm just going to feel around. And then he's like, I see that the side that she has her ear infections on, um, there's like a lot of tension on like her like her jaw and like the inside of her mouth. He's like, it's probably, you know, it, it probably isn't helping the infection. He's like, maybe when she's she's probably eating more on that side, he's like, just have her eat probably, you know, if you can try to even it out a little bit more you know, we all normally eat on one side versus the other. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. He's just saying that he feels more tension on that side. Fine. Then he has a red light. We know red light. And if you don't, red light, um, therapy helps with a lot of things. Okay. Inflammation, uh, all these things. So he's like, I'll just do a little red light therapy on her ear. Let's see how she does. Come back on Thursday. This was on Monday. Um, I'm I'm recording this on Wednesday, so I, I'm going back tomorrow to um, get her checked out and and see if if it's cleared up. Which, by the way, I did that on Monday. By Wednesday, she was on Tuesday. She had a fe- no, sorry, Monday. After that, she had a fever, and um and so I had given her a little bit of you know Tylenol, ibuprofen, um or whatever I gave her to cut the fever. And okay, and some people are gonna be like, you shouldn't give her that. You should let her body fight it. Oh my god, you guys. And I'm gonna get to what the point of of this whole thing and I'll and I'll wrap it up. Mm. Have you guys ever wondered why our like laundry detergent is in like these massive plastic jugs? Like they're so inconvenient, they're so awkward, they're so massive, they're not good for our planet and landfills and oceans. but finally there's a solution, okay? And it's called Earth Breeze. You guys are about to be mind-blown because I was when I found out about this uh, company. Earthbreeze has a laundry detergent, okay? But they're sheets. Like they're eco sheets. They almost look like, um, like, like dryer sheets, but they're for the washer. I mean, it is actually revolutionary. There's no liquid, dissolves 100%. Any of your wash cycles, hot or cold, there's no measuring, there's no mess, there's no heavy plastic jugs, and you just toss a sheet in. I'm not kidding. It's that easy, and it's that cool. Earth Breeze has really made the whole concept of detergent just better. And The packaging is lightweight, it's biodegradable, plastic-free, Um, It's great for all laundry lifestyles, even sensitive skin. Their eco sheets are um, hypoallergenic and dermatologist uh, tested. And EarthBreeze is compatible with the high efficiency, right? So the HE washers, gray water systems, and uh, the septic safe type. Like literally it's compatible with everything. The offer is flexible for subscriptions and they can adjust, be paused, canceled by you at any time. But I'm I'm telling you, you're not going to want to cancel your subscription. Um, but there's no contracts, no fees. Um, they're delivered right to your door via free carbon neutral shipping at a frequency that you can set that works for you and for your, your unique lifestyle. And most importantly, you can still get a powerful, clean. EarthBreeze is tough on stains, fights odors, and your clothes come out clean every single time. Look, I don't do the laundry in this house. I know you guys are very jealous. <laughs> but I uh, always tend to shrink our clothes. So Riley now is in charge. But I threw Riley this little package. And I was like, hey, babe, look at this. He's like, what is this? And he's like, are they dryer sheets? And I'm like, no, look, read it. And he used it. And he's obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with it because now we don't have hideous jugs of uh, detergent sitting there. Um so don't, don't, don't just take my word for it. You can try one out for yourself um, with their risk-free 100% satisf- satisfaction guaranteed. And if you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund, no questions asked, and no return necessary. Um, switch from your old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, my listeners can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save 40%. You guys, this is the coolest thing ever. Go to earthbreeze.com slash humble to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash humble for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash humble. You're so welcome. Support for today's episode comes from iHerb. iHerb offers the best curated selection of wellness products at the best possible value across a variety of categories such as supplements, nutrition, beauty, baby. And when it comes to you or your baby's health, ingredients matter. iHerb cares about what's actually inside every bottle that may make up your morning beauty, kids routines or your cool down routines and so much more. You can search by category, brand, or ailments, and want help with uh, like hair, skin, nails, kids, health, all the things. And then you can further narrow your search by um, ratings, price, diet, like vegan or all natural. They're really they've they've, they've thought of everything to make shopping for these products, convenient and easy. And for a limited time, our listeners get an exclusive offer of 22% off their entire order. Just go to iherb.com and use promo code HUMBLE to get 22% off. I know for me, um, I started using their products for hormonal and stress. They're two different products. Um, they're specifically made for females. And what I like about it is that you can take them while you're breastfeeding. You can take them um, for postpartum. And obviously I'm not pregnant yet, but they are things that I'm thinking about now. That way I know what I can use even while, you know, I'm pregnant or even while I'm breastfeeding. I want to sort of set myself up that way. I'm like ready to go. I don't have to think about, you know, switching supplements or anything. Um, And I'm just obsessed with this brand. And look, and I know for a lot of moms out there, the amount of products that you need can be, honestly daunting and iHerb makes it easy because you can find items like lotion for stretch marks or prenatal vitamins in addition to products for babies and children um, like pouches, teethers, sunscreen. This is like a Literally, it's a go-to for all moms. It's it's like a mom's grocery store. And that you can also trust that your products will arrive in first-rate condition because iHerb orders are shipped from climate-controlled fulfillment centers to ensure the quality of their products. They ship to over 185 countries. Plus, you'll get free shipping in the U.S., Uh, on purchases over $20. And with over 24 million authentic reviews and 1.3 million five-star reviews, iHerb has helped over 11 million customers find the best products for them. So ladies, this is the site that you've been waiting for, all the best products from popular brands, for both you and your kids. It's time to get your health in check with iHerb. Uh, our listeners get 22% off your first order when you use the code HUMBLE at iHerb.com. That's 22% off your first order at iHerb.com. Promo code HUMBLE. Choose iHerb because wellness matters. So I posted this thing about... Um, about the chiropractor, just saying that, you know, I had taken her there and they were doing red light therapy on it and we'll see how it goes. This girl named Amanda, okay? The girl named Amanda messages me and writes, Jesus. And I was like, she's fine. Like, she's fine. Okay. Amanda, she's fine. So I just put she's fine with like a, like a like a little like a little laugh face like it's okay like relax kind of thing right? She wrote glad it's funny to you to post taking your toddler to a chiropractor for an ear infection because you know antibiotics and evidence based medicine is far scarier I know it's hilarious best of luck. And I wrote she's been on, she's had three rounds of antibiotic, and she goes so for mind you her grammar is completely off so <laughs> so for a refract. A refractory ear infection. You decided to go to a chiropractor. Maybe the next step should be to head to a neck surgeon for further evaluation and specialty management. And I wrote, "She has an appointment with an ENT." What would you like me to do, Amanda? And she goes, "Not take your daughter to a chiropractor. You are the," she wrote, "princess. You're the parent. You realize there's a risk of vertebrae, <laughs> um, vertebral artery." <laughs> can't even read. Um dissection carter whatever this fucking fancy words, okay? Sub- Sublation of the vertebral body whatever. Trying to fucking scare me. And I go, they're not cracking her neck in all capital letters. They're not touching her in that capacity. She goes, so they're doing nonsense with the red light. Look, do look, do what you want, but you can't post this on social media and not expect people and the public to comment. It's very scary to see this because there are chiropractors that do adjustments and high-velocity manipulations. If she's truly done three rounds of antibiotics like you said, I'm glad you have an appointment with a specialist who's done years of training to manage this type of thing. And I'm thinking, yeah, like I would lie. Like if you really did do antibiotic. Bitch, I did. I did. (sighs) just reading this again. Um, She goes, but it's also not funny either. She's a little girl and I'm sure you love her more than anything else. I go, it's not funny. I laugh out of exhaustion. I'm the one up with her all hours of the night. I'm her mother. I know what's best for her. But these comments make it incredibly difficult to be open and honest. She goes, what comments? You posted it. I have three little kids. I get it. And I wrote, Jesus, because she wrote, Jesus, I go comments like yours. We're both moms doing the best with the knowledge that we have for our children. And she goes, to be honest, my friend sent me your post out of concern. And I thought I was responding to my friend, but it went to you. I don't follow you. And I go, I can tell people who follow me know this isn't the first, this is the, this is the first time I've done this and don't pass judgment. Anyhow, good luck to you. And she wrote, I think I can judge. It's nonsense and scary. And I wrote, goodbye, Amanda. And she goes, Goodbye, Natalie. <laughs> Fucking lady. You know what? Like, I just, and then I, and I was fuming as I was writing this, by the way, um, to her. And, you know, Riley's in the shower, and I'm just like, and, and some people are like, why do you even engage? Because you know what? It's in my universe and it's in my world. And sometimes you just ha- you just, you wanna like. You want to almost talk to these people and like understand where they're coming from, because for me it was almost like, wait, you're speaking out of turn. Like you don't under you don't know the full story, Amanda. I have given her antibiotics. I have gone that route. And guess what? I know my child. I am with her every single day and night. I know what is best for her. I'm never going to put her in harm's way. I'm never going to put her in danger. Just like how I'm assuming you would never do that with your three children, Amanda. Back the fuck off like oh my god anyways I was much sadder yesterday <laughs> I was angry but I was also very sad and I was just very feeling very defeated and I had you know um taken her to i I don't know I just I I was just very tired and like every single night she hasn't slept and she's been crying in her sleep and it's been very exhausting and you know you almost feel helpless in a way because it's just like you want to take the pain away from your kids and you can't. And it's exhausting. And it's just very, very hard when a child is sick. Um, And so for her to just like come at me like that, like as if I'm not a good mother and like, I don't know what's best. And like, I'm incompetent, incompetent is just like infuriating. And so um, I started crying. I will say I started like tearing up and Riley was like. You are a great mother. Don't let this person who doesn't know you get to you. I'm like, I know, it's just, it's just really, it was just, I was like beaten down. And then you guys have no idea. So literally every single message I got was positive. Every single message. And I didn't get one that was like, I mean, she has a point, you know, like nothing except for one. And you guys won't even imagine who it came from. Just, I hope you're sitting down for this one. Um, <laughs> it came from my own mother. And she goes, My mom DMs me and she goes, She's right. And I was like, excuse me. I about fell off my bed. I was like, I am sorry, what? She's right? Did you like, did you actually read what she was writing me? And she goes, I don't know why you're taking to her a chiropractor. It was like something like, it was something along the lines of like, I agree, like like chiropractors aren't, I don't know. I don't know what you said. And I almost lost my shit. Granted, we've talked since then and she apologized and it was miscommunicate, not miscommunication. She's just saying I'm old school. So for me, you know, I never thought that going to a chiropractor was ever going to fix anything. And, and, but again, this is the ignorant part. This is the ignorance, not just in my mother, but in people who make comments like this. You guys don't know, so don't say anything. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. Infuriating. Guys, I can't speak today. Uh, it's really just, It's. it was so upsetting to me. And for me, it was almost like, you're my mom. And you're now mom shaming me. And that's, a, you know, I have my own thing with, we're all very close. And sometimes I feel as though you know maybe she thinks that i am not me maybe as good of a mom i don't know maybe this is my own insecurity and i'm sure she's going to listen to this and say what why, why would you say that mom sometimes and i've told you this before you can make me feel as though i'm not like doing the right thing or that you could do it better and sometimes it hurts my feelings and i have told you this before and i know we've talked about it since then and everything is fine and i love you and i know that you think i'm a great mom and i I love you for it. But sometimes it can feel like that. And I think that a lot of women that have either mother-in-laws or parents, sometimes the parents feel like they know what's best and they know right and they know how to do it. And it really can make us as, you know, new time moms especially feel like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. But let me just tell you something. We know, maybe we don't know everything, but we know our babies. We know when something is wrong. It's that mother intuition. And I'm sorry, grandmas, maybe you guys don't have it the way that we do, but it's a mother's intuition, just like how you had it with us, okay? And how maybe you didn't listen to your mom. Same thing, okay? It's just, it's the sense of like, I just need you to be there for me as my mom and say, I'm here for you. You're doing a great job. Right, support me in a way, say, hey, I, you know, I I know that this has worked for, you know, this has this has worked back in the day or whatever. Maybe you can try this. Sometimes remedies are great, right? From from grandparents and and moms and whatever. Like there are some great things that they that they can like hand down, but sometimes it can feel a little bit as though we are not doing our job right or that we're not doing something you know good enough and so it it just becomes very hard and it's very taxing and sometimes all you want is a little support so again we are good my mom and i are good and we've talked through it and she's like i love you i'm sorry i didn't make you i didn't want to make you feel that way and and whatnot and it's fine it's just that like the last thing i needed was to hear it from my mom that she agreed with this fucking lunatic that doesn't know me as a mother and doesn't know me as a person. And so it's like you're agreeing with this human that doesn't even know me? Like what? Anyways, I'm going to get worked up again. But it's all fine. Um, Amanda's the new Sarah with an H. Amanda, duh. (laughs) Amanda, D-U-H, you get it? Oh, God. Anyways, so so that's what has been basically just like completely – engulfing my entire, uh, 24 hours. I just, for some reason I, and and I'm good now. And honestly, I, I'm moving past it. Um, it's, I just want to make this very clear that we don't have to agree on our parenting styles. No one ever said that we are all figuring this shit out. And guess what? You are no better than I, and I am no better than you. But if we can just come together and be like, Hey, This has worked for me. I don't know if that's something that you're comfortable with, but this has worked for me. And you know, just to hear a little, here's a little tip from me to you, unsolicited advice. If that's something that you guys want to hear, maybe it's to a friend or whatever. But like, the fucking shaming has to stop. The you don't know what you're doing, or how dare you do that to your child? I'm sorry, but like, no one asked you. Okay, my kid is good, overall healthy. I, we are we are doing just fine. Okay. And that goes for everything, you know, with with vaccines, with all of that, like the things that people are gonna be like, ooh, don't talk about it. Guess what? It is your choice. It is your body, your choice. I've always been about that. I got people that unfollowed me during the COVID thing. I got people that unfollowed me because I will forever stand by that. You decide what's best for you. You don't have to come at me and tell me what I have to do and what's best for me. And I will never tell you what you need to do. That is not for me to tell. Or decide. It just feels so like, why can't we all just live in a place where we can just live in our own little world, make our own decisions and not have to be like shamed by it? It's just, it feels really, really fucking old and and it doesn't feel like 2023 at all. Like I feel like we should be in a place where it's like, hey, everyone gets to decide what we put in our body and what we don't, and more power to you, you know? We don't have to agree again. I'm turning blue to the face saying that, but, anyways, um. Enough with the shaming. We're going through enough shit as it is. Okay. (sighs) And then on top of that, I have like every symptom again, like I'm pregnant. Moobs are sore. I feel like throwing up. I'm nauseous. Like I'm going through all this shit on top of like (laughs) everything else. Um, and you know I should be starting my period tomorrow and if I I took a test that it was negative, you know, I don't know if it was just because it's too early. I don't know. But like, I'm going through all these emotions, right? And it's like, you know, again, we're not trying, but we're not not trying. And so that's also like a, a whole other element of its own because, you know, now it's like, just because I'm not trying, I'm not tracking, I'm not, you know, peeing on a stick. I'm not checking my levels every day. I'm not doing all those things. You sort of still keep in mind like, oh, well, we did have sex this one day. And I mean, I guess technically it was in the window, and now I'm feeling all these symptoms. I mean, could I be? And like now, you just are not not thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? It is the most wild, freaking roller coaster, and that's why it's like you know, as much as you want to say, just don't think about it. Well, you do, even though you're not, <laughs> not trying to, at least, you know. Um, it's just, it's inevitable, and and it's something that if you're going through this, I feel you. It is not easy. It is very freaking hard, and I hope that you have uh, a partner and or or a support system that's around you to like keep you sane. Um, And yeah, you're not alone. This shit's exhausting, and so you know, I'll know in the next couple of days whether I'm just PMSing or if I'm pregnant. So again, it's a world, and if 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 this is exhausting for you to hear me say this all the time, of like, oh, here she goes again with like a you know. is she pregnant? It's like, it is 10 times more exhausting for me to have to go through this. Um, It's just so much. And like, I've gained like four pounds or something, maybe not four. I don't know. No, yeah. No, like four or five pounds actually. Um, And I'm just incredibly like bloated in like my mid-region, which also kind of throws you off and just like puts you in this funk of just like feeling very, um, just not yourself. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just a lot, guys. It's a lot, and, and you know the the cliche of you never know who people are going through is so true. You don't really know. just be kind, um, you know, lift each other up, be there for the people that that you love and stay out of other people's business on social media and um because you know, if you have nothing nice to say, just don't say a damn word, <laughs> okay, um, on that note. So, some exciting news. Um Sam and I, I know some of you love Sam, some of you don't love Sam, but for patrons, um we are going to be doing a weekly live Humble and Hungry happy hour. So him and I are going to get on weekly and um you're going if you can't, you know, jump on live, that's totally fine. You can watch it at your own time. Um, but I'm actually really excited about it because we, again, you know, him and I talk about all these things sort of offline that we probably should talk about because, you know, we have to cut half of it out for the regular show. Um, but there we're going to sort of just say everything as it is, not edit anything out, and you're going to get the very raw, real uh, episode and show. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, so that'll be sort of uh, an add-on to, um, to to Patreon. So um, you know my my killer bees will be able to um watch every week and be able to talk um and and interact with us and and jump on and if you have questions um you know you can call in and that'll be a weekly thing and I and I'm really stoked about it um and my you know my my humble bees my bumblebees all all the other ones you'll, you'll be able to watch it uh, you may not be able to to call in um depending on the tier that you're in but but you'll be able to watch it and you'll be able to have all that extra content um so technically, you will not be able to have two shows a week on top of everything else that uh, that we're offering so yeah, I'm very excited about it. um, I think it's gonna be good for just the show and my soul um and I you know I love catching up with him he's he's very funny and and it, it'll be interesting to see how our relationship also evolves um as well so uh, yeah I'm excited about it so make sure to go to um, my Instagram there's a link there if you guys want to go and sign up for patreon go and do that. so I'm very excited about that so thank you guys again I I know I sort of go on these tangents but I love hanging out with you I love having this dialogue with you having this you know open communication and and community and tribe and friendship so Thank you for allowing me to be my authentic self and show up for you guys every week, um, and share my life and share my stories. I hope that you know it resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't resonate all the time, but um, but you know, I'm here to I'm here to um, entertain anyways, I love you all very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting. Please go give just a little five star. You don't even have to write a review. Just give it a little five star on Apple. Um, and I will see you all next week. Remember go to Patreon to go get all that extra content and, you know, talk to us weekly live. Um, and I will see you all next week. Remember stay humble and stay hungry.